On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space. You can't really put yourself first if you don't think you're worthy of putting yourself first. It's an entire mindset type of thing, which is, again, what we work on and why automating your self-care is so important. Because when you get this kit at your door, you're reminded, like, the world has told me that I am not. But here is a kit to tell me, no, I am. And there's a community for me that truly helps me feel worthy. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. All right, ladies, today we have not one, but two very special guests today. Okay, so I'm just going to jump into this bio because I am so excited and cannot wait to jump into this juicy conversation. Team Betterness Box is led by two passionate, perfectionist recovering gals who are also sorority sisters and lifelong friends. Their stories are much like yours. As they grew into womanhood, they were searching for ways to feel confident, beautiful, inspired, and celebrated. This journey led them to create a lifestyle subscription box with Black women in mind. Black women are holding up the world while keeping the community connected, and there's a lot riding on our shoulders. It's hard to justify downtime with so many responsibilities, but self-care is necessary to avoid burnout. As you know, Black women are divinely original, uniquely created, and radiantly beautiful. Okay? Snap, snap, okay. (laughs) And it's time that we own it. And with the Betterness Box, you can do just that. So Denise and Kayla, welcome to Cultivating Her Space. Hey, you're welcome. We're so excited. We are too. Thank you so much. Yes, we are looking forward to this juicy conversation. And so I will give us our quote of the day. Now, Denise and Kayla, this quote will sound familiar to you because we've been on your website. We've been in your social media. And these are your words. Self-care for us is a ritual meant to give back to ourselves in a way that only we can. And I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back so you are grounded in this conversation. Self-care for us is a ritual meant to give back to ourselves in a way only we can. Absolutely. Yes. So, Denise and Kayla, when you hear your words spoken back to you and you think about this amazing company that you have founded together, what comes up for you 
when you hear this quote? For us, it's it's interesting hearing it say from the we perspective because that makes it sound as though it's Kayla and Denise when it's like a we as a business, but it's really not. I think hearing that, it really gets to the core of really the foundation of our business, which is ensuring that each individual is creating a self-care plan that is specific to their own needs, right? And so that is really, it's that's really what comes up to me is really the foundational elements of how our business is structured and introducing self-care concepts, but subject matter experts and things of that sort in a way that each person is able to engage at whatever level they're available at that specific time, whichever season they're in, and really pick out the the bits and pieces that are going to fit into their own individual self-care ritual. That is so good because self-care is not a one size fits all. Kayla, what do you want to add to that part? No, it's same, right? I got chills hearing someone else read it as well. It just really took a step back and a moment of gratefulness, right? That we have been entrusted with this mission to be in the world with this product and this service. And I often think as Black women, we let just like life happen to us a lot of times, right? And take on more than we really need to be taking on. And so I love the idea of being empowered to then say, no, I am going to care for myself and define the way I do that. (laughs) And so just grateful to be at the helm of this movement to help women really center themselves around self-care and wellness. Amen. And I just have to say, Lady, as you're listening to this episode, you have to go to Patreon so you can see all these beautiful Black women because I am so psyched out and I'm so excited just seeing all of us on the screen and knowing that you two are in business, Dom and I are in business. And I know what we experience on a day-to-day. We still have our full-time jobs. And so I want to know more about your stories. So if you can tell us a bit about the backstory behind your friendship and how you decided to go into business together. So yes, Denise and I, we met in college, right? Pledged Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated together. Dramatic. Almost 20 years ago. So we have been friends for a long time. We crossed spring 04. And it was like sisterhood at first sight. (laughs) And then we became sisters for real, right? As life continued the ups and downs, the moves, right? I moved all over the place. Denise moved to Chicago out of San Diego. And so we we really are like sisters at the heart of all of it. And I love how the quote you mentioned talks about ritual because there was just one day I, I was on YouTube doing the natural hair stuff. And I was like, I want to figure out a way to monetize this platform and really give back to my followers. And was talking to my fans and was like, okay, what are we going to do? And I remember her kind of pitching this idea about a subscription and saying, yo, this is where it's at. This is like what is happening and how we can really help women be consistent with it. And so one of the first titles that I came up with was Soul Right. And it was all about creating this ritual to help women really see how they can create a ritual around their self-care. So when it comes to, it's funny to hear that name. We didn't go with that name, obviously. We are betterness bots. But I think uh, it's just an interesting journey. You never know where the journey is going to take you. And now, again, different seasons of each other's lives. Again, I've moved all over. Denise is married with children or a child, I should say. My little baby, I love him so much. 
So yes, it is an amazing thing to do business with each other and still be sisters. It can be challenging at times. We talk about that all the time, but it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Hey lady, it's Terry here. Dom and I want to take a moment to thank you for choosing to listen to our podcast. We love you for real. And we want to give you a chance to learn more about what's important to us. So tell us what you think about this. Imagine a world where you have a chance to get featured on the Cultivating Her Space podcast and share your business, brand, or perspective with millions around the globe. Imagine joining our monthly virtual video check-ins where you can connect with like-minded Black women like you and share your ideas and episode suggestions with Terry and I. Now I want you to imagine a world where you're in the exclusive Cultivating Her Space Sanctuary Slack channel, and throughout your day and week, you are conversing with us about what's happening in your life and sharing funny gifts and your personal wins. How does that sound? Hopefully this is up your alley, lady, because we are taking things to the next level this year and we're doubling down on investing in our community. That means you. Yay! We want to meet you, connect with you, and create communities of genuine women who love on Black women and push our culture and movement forward. We launched this podcast in 2019, and to date, we have not missed a week. We've been great stewards of our platform, all while working full-time and navigating our own ups and downs. We release fresh new content every single Friday, like clockwork, and we have hundreds of valuable episodes and workshops that can really help you up-level your life. So if you love our mission or you've gotten value from us, we invite you to give back and help us push this community effort forward. Visit herspacepodcast.com and click Patreon. You can learn more about our goals and exclusive offerings on Patreon. And we highly, highly encourage you to join the Sister Frontier so that you can get some one-on-one time with us. We also have an option for you to donate on a one-time basis if that meets your needs. Again, herspacepodcast.com and you can click that link that says Patreon. All right, lady. We'll hop right back into the conversation. What I like to really call out here is when you are in business with somebody who you know intimately. We were friends before we decided that we were going to start a business together and, and started making money together and things of that sort. Our friendship is really the foundation of how we operate together. Um, yes, there are tough discussions that we have to have and, you know, what are, we have to fit, figure out how to convince each other to make decisions at times. Um, all of those different things that come into play with business do occur, but our foundation of friendship is always there. And so what that really does is it really grounds our business and how we operate with each other and with really everybody on our team um, for a certain level of respect, right? And just like open communication and things of that sort. So just like to add that as Kayla kind of charted our journey, but we started as friends. We were friends first and we really created the concept and the idea and the business completely together, right? It was like an idea, an idea. And then we were like, we need to meet and have, do the research together and do the, have like literally a working session in person and things of that sort, even though we were in different parts of the country to really create what became Betterness Box. Wow. Thank you for creating the betterness box. Thank you for sharing part of your journey. And as I'm listening to you, one of the things that you hear people say often is don't go into business with your friends, right? But you all 
have, it seems, have been very intentional about how you went about this process. And so what advice would you offer to friends who have an idea and they're like, oh, we should go into business together? What advice would you have for them in terms of making sure that this business opportunity is sustainable? That's a great question. I'll just mention, don't go into business with anybody you ain't okay being married to. Denise and I are married, okay? We are married. Hard decisions when it comes to finances, what we can afford, what we can't afford how to manage the household. That's literally how we run the business. We are managing a household and we have children, y'all. We have employees, freelancers, a part of our team that we have to manage and make sure that they're good. And so, yeah, it's a lot to manage and we're managing it together. It's like mom and dad. (laughs) And so I would say my advice would be to, one, Look at whether or not a partnership makes sense, right? This is not my only partnership. I'm out here like being Stacey Abrams. If y'all don't know, you got to read her books because she talks about being in partnerships and what that means. And most of her businesses are with partners. And so she dispels that whole myth around what it means to be in a, a business relationship with a partner. But it's very possible. You just have to make sure you define, yes, this is necessary. Yes, I have the capacity and the patience and this person is what I need and I am what this person needs, right, to make it work. And so my advice is to, one, make sure that you actually even need a partner in the business that you're trying to create. And then two, honesty, honesty, honesty. We weren't always perfect about it, right? Because we at least I would hold back. It's necessary. If this is necessary to have these hard conversations, the answer is yes. Have the hard conversation so you can move on and figure out how to continue growing and running the business. And so those two things stick out for me when I think about creating a partnership and making it work. Yeah, I think it's interesting because I my we also both have day jobs. And in my day job, I am in like partner marketing and biz dev and things of that sort. So I work in the partnership collaboration space very frequently. But I think one of the things that's very different about this partnership is like we started it with a common vision and we didn't start a partnership to make money. It's We had the idea of this is a common vision that we want to achieve. This is what Denise brings to the table. This is what Kayla brings to the table. This is why it makes sense for us to be working together. And this is how we work together. So I think to me, like having a common vision, right? Like you, people get business ideas all the time, right? Sunday, Monday, brunch, everybody gets creative. Everybody always, we should do this. But then there's no follow through. And it's if it took us like 17,000 text messages just to get to that brunch where now all of a sudden we got this idea, we might not have the like the communication, the project management and the execution that it's going to take to actually build something together. So I would just think about it like that. Like every idea is not necessarily to be a business idea, right? Like I do photography. I do certain things and I'm like, this is a hobby. I very intentionally, yes, I've made money doing it, but that is not how I make my money. So be very clear on, is this something that like I'm doing to actually fuel this passion with this person? Is Or do we have a common vision? Do we have aligned ethos, right? Does Kayla care about respect in a business setting or not? There are people who just operate differently. 
So all of them is different things. And there was one more thing, but it's slipping my mind right now. So I'll come back to it at some point. But it's having a common vision and understanding like, how do we work together to get there? Do we understand that? All of that is the foundational stuff before you even get to maybe even signing a partnership agreement and then determining what that business might be and how you're going to go about building it and things of that sort. But that's my kind of perspective. Y'all over here preaching that is so good. And people don't often think about that, like what it takes for you to really go into business with someone. It's not just, oh, I have this idea or we had this idea. There's a lot. And like you said, Kayla, it really is like a marriage. Like Dom and I often talk about how we co-parent the podcast because this is our baby and we do it together, right? It's so amazing too, to have a team member that you can divide and conquer with, right? Speaking no, of the wait, better. I just want to add. I oh, yes. Remember the other. Yes, come back. I think the thing that happens a lot of times in whenever there's two or more people is like a group thing effect, right? Where it's Kayla thinks this is a good idea. So Denise showed up in this. There's four people in this room right now. Kayla thinks it's a good idea. So naturally, do I like agree with what Kayla um, has to say? A lot of times that happens. And I think that Kayla mentions the tough conversations, right? I think one thing that we have that has really helped us succeed is that we agree like we understand and appreciate each other's different perspectives. We understand what the common goal is, but we can't understand and respect each other's perspectives on individual decisions or individual projects if we don't both have an idea of what that common goal is. So it really starts with that common goal, but then it filters down into every decision of being like, Denise doesn't have to think that we get there the same way that Kayla thinks that we get there. But we both know that we understand what the common goal and the common vision is. And so we can have those set conversations along the way to help us get there what is a combination of how Denise or how Kayla or how other people on our team would solve that problem. So just wanted to add that other layer because it's not just about being in business with somebody who thinks like you or agrees with you or thinks that what you say is great, right? All of that, <laughs> y'all could go to brunch together and have fun. But like I said, in terms of being in business with somebody, it's no, I actually respect the certain areas where Kayla operates very different from me. Because that pushes me to think a little bit different at times and vice versa as well. Yes, I love it. And I wanted to ask you about the betterness box. So we've talked about it a little bit. Can you all define the betterness box for folks that are not familiar? And then can you talk about what gap you feel the betterness box is filling for the community? Yes, my favorite thing to talk about. So betterness box It's better wellness. We went from soul to better wellness. It was very clear. We knew that we wanted to amplify the wellness industry for Black women specifically. And so we put those two words together and created this box. And so we're a quarterly subscription box with an assortment of items that are all around self-care and wellness. And they range from candles to body care to skin care to actual activities that you can do. In our current box, we have a grow kit where you can start your own garden. That's the kind of thing that we put in our boxes. And each season, there is a theme. And so we basically launch the theme and a whole bunch of programming that comes with it. So your subscription comes with the book because there's always a book in the box. Those items, as I mentioned, we talk about the book throughout the season. We have basically a sister circle or a betterness workshop where we meet with the women specifically to talk through what does it look like to implement this theme right into your life. And it takes a while to to get a new habit. And so we're very particular about why 
it's quarterly, right? Where we started off monthly. That's a whole story. And we realized, okay, this is a lot monthly, right? Like a whole new habit. You, we want you to get and use the products in three, 30 days. Let's maybe stretch this out a little bit. So it's been great since we, we switched to quarterly and we're able to actually help the women that subscribe in our community really see what comes with making sure you dedicate time to yourself, right? What the fruits of being dedicated to your self-care ritual and routine are. I mean, so yes, playlist. Denise is our, our resident DJ. She puts that together for us every season. It's amazing. You guys have to check it out on Spotify. That's absolutely free. And then, like I mentioned, Wellness Wednesdays every other Wednesday. We always bring on subject matter experts because we know we ain't all that. We all that, but we ain't all that, Okay. <laughs> we make sure to bring on the licensed therapists and the people who are you know, PhDs in the different areas that we're trying to help the women in. And so those are all I'm thinking. I think we're almost to 100 episodes of Wellness Wednesday. Yes, it's crazy. I can't believe it. But yes, we're almost to 100 episodes. So there's lots of content you guys can go and look at on IG to really understand what we're about as well. But it is the ultimate luxury experience for a Black woman looking to prioritize her self-care, period. Tuh, with a T. Okay, and that's all period, poo. Denise, can you talk about what gap is the betterness box feeling? Yes, Kayla, I like to say when Kayla was mentioning we used to be monthly, I was like, we were extremely ambitious is how I phrased that last week. But I think we are very still ambitious in terms of the gap that we're filling and how we're going to market. There's a lot of things that we kept the same, even even though we changed the structure of our box from monthly to quarterly. So we're very intentional about where we're sourcing products from, right? So we like to participate in cooperative economics, right? How are we sourcing from other small-owned, women-owned, Black-owned, minority-owned businesses when we're looking for specific products to bring one of our themes that Kayla um, just talked about to life? We are looking for subject matter experts that also look like us and have lived experience that's similar to us. Of those 100 episodes, I would probably say that about 97% might be a Black woman or a Black male that is going to be bringing just straight knowledge and gems to our audience. And then the other gap that we're filling is not just trying to pitch a one-off like self-care item, right? So yes, I can go buy a candle and read a book in my library at my house or whatever, right? But the intention around the entire structure of our subscription is really intended to help you create a habit, help you create some kind of sustainability around your self-care practice and to actually automate it in a way that like we know that Black women are not going to stop doing all of the things that we're doing, right? Like we're putting, we put ourselves on the back burner. We do a lot for everybody else. We are getting a little bit better about like boundaries and saying no. Um, But at the end of the day, like, so America, I'll say America, I won't say the entire world, but America does run a lot on the backs of Black women in multiple different facets. What we're in, what we're trying to do is really try to give you something that is digestible in a way that it fits into your current lifestyle, but also over time has a broader impact of having you be more intentional about your self-care. I love this. Oh, I, I, I love this. Okay, there were more questions that came up for me. But what I want to know is, Kayla, you mentioned there's a story behind how y'all went from monthly to quarterly. We want the tea. What, what's the story behind it? 
I wish I had no. I wish I had a little cup of tea. I'm a tea drinker, so I usually do have a cup of tea. But yes, girl, business. Okay, (laughs) there's always the ups and downs, and so. Just to share for women, so many Black women are ambitious Black women starting businesses. So definitely take out your notebook real quick for some tips. So when we started, again, we did all of this research on figuring out what it takes to create habits, right, for people in general, for humanity. What does it look like to help people create habits? What are the specific things and challenges and roadblocks that Black women have? And so for us, it was okay, if we give them this kit in the beginning of monthly with these full-size products, mind you, which is very different from the industry and still even now, even for quarterly boxes, usually you're getting samples and we're dedicated to the full-size because we don't, we we ain't, we trying to like really help you create these habits. So full-size products, monthly, new theme, new habit, new wellness Wednesdays, every Wednesday, right? Like, when do you have time? When did we have some large <laughs> That's like the antithesis to self-care. I don't even know how it was getting done, but it was. I think about that all the time. I'm like, how were we doing that? How long were you doing that on a weekly, monthly? I would say at least three, like three times. Two and a half, three years. Half. Oh my! Goodness. Think about it. monthly. That's twenty-four to forty-eight. That's a lot of boxes, y'all. That's a yes. Lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. We hope you're enjoying this conversation as much as we are. But let's be real. It costs money to podcast, and we got bills to pay. So enjoy this commercial break as you process what we've been talking about. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you're also supporting us. Protective styles, apple cinnamon candles, family gatherings, terrible BO. Hold up. Let's face it, summer isn't the only time we get body odor. We can get just as smelly under our favorite fall sweaters. That's why we're excited to tell you all about Lumi Whole Body Deodorant for pits, privates, and beyond. Lumi was created by an OBGYN who discovered and proved in clinical testing that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. So, she developed Lumi, a uniquely formulated pH-balanced deodorant. It's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. Right now, they have a special offer where new customers get $5 off Lumi Starter Pack with our exclusive code and link. Use code HERSPACE at LumiDeodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A. NT.com. Lady, trust us on this. Dom and I use Lumi every day. I personally love the toasted coconut deodorant. I use that on my underarms and it leaves me smelling so fresh. Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like the mini body wash and the deodorant wipes. And it comes with free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code HERSPACE at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code HERSPACE. Lady. 
picture this. You are hanging out in your favorite spot in your house. Your headphones are on and the world around you fades away. When listening to Dipsy stories, you're immersed in a vivid world where every touch, every breath, every stolen glance is felt with breathtaking intensity. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and high and heavy hookups. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 56% of stories are voice acted by people of color. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories to read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with your partner. For Cultivating Her Space podcast listeners, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash herspace. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash herspace. Lady, you literally have nothing to lose. Try it out. See if it's a good fit for you. dipsystories.com slash herspace. Let's get back into it. And so we actually had to take a step back and take our own advice, right? And say, okay, this is not sustainable. (laughs) We're not, we're seeing great results. We get these great reviews from these women, but some of our audience is actually telling us. And so this is the note. When your audience tells you what they want, listen, right? When your customers tell you what they want, listen, be agile enough to pivot so that you can be successful and scale your business. If you want to be successful, if you just want to be out here lollygagging, then do that. But if you want to be successful, you have to listen to your audience. And so our audience, and a lot of them are personal friends, right? And some of the, especially in the beginning, your family and friends are usually the ones who support you in the beginning. And so I'd go over friends' houses and see stacks of boxes. And I'm like, sis, when you gonna open these? And she's, I I ain't got time. Shout out to Catherine Wheeler. I ain't got time. I just had a baby. I don't know what you want from me. I'm like, bet, bet. And at the time, we hadn't really heard much about like quarterly boxes. It wasn't, monthly was like the thing. And so slowly but surely, we saw quarterly was what we wanted to do. And we realized how much of a luxury our box was. Again, not samples, but full-size products that now you're able to, one, read the book, Instead of trying to read a book in a month, now you get a whole three months to read it, which is much more manageable. And now you get actual time to use the products for these three months and then re-up because that's what happens a lot of the time when we send out products, these full-size products in our um, boxes. People are like, I keep ordering it. This has become my life. This is what I use at night. This is what I use right before I go to bed. This is what I use to meditate, right? All those different things. We're literally giving you the tools and resources to create those habits. And so the lesson for, again, for us was take care of yourself so that you can sustain the business and really listen to your customers and don't be so rigid to the vision that you originally saw, right? 
be agile and able to move and, and be fluid with what the market is telling you it needs. That's a whole masterclass on business and we love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, time is fine, y'all. And we want to shift up the energy a little bit. Okay. Shift it up a little bit. And because we recognize, appreciate and celebrate the multifaceted woman, and we believe that it's okay to be bougie, classy and ratchet. You can still be elegant and dance to strip club music if you so choose. We want to invite you to to the OU Blatchett segment. Do you take on the challenge? Let's do it. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Now that we got you, we're going to tell you what to expect. So we're going to ask you three questions. And because we have two of you, we're going to switch off. So the first question might be for Denise and then we'll go to Kayla and so on and so forth. Three questions. We have three sentence completions. And then we have three photos pulled up of you that we found on social media. (laughs) They're like, oh my gosh. Y'all have got to tune into the video to see their faces right now. Kayla, oh my gosh. Denise is I'm like, wait, how far back did you go? Okay. How far back did you (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to have you choose. Oh, you all will have to use your like your parent brains and your parenting for this business, co-parenting for this business and come up with a number out of one and three. And then we'll reveal that photo on screen. And what we want you to do is give us additional context about the photo that we wouldn't know just by looking at it. So we'll revisit these instructions in just a bit. But first, we'll start off with the first question. And honestly, whoever feels compelled to come off from you and answer, feel free to do. And if you really want to both answer, we're cool with that too. The first question is, What's the best piece of wisdom or advice you've ever received? I didn't necessarily, I received it from the universe or from a situation. I actually had a friend pass away in spring of 04 from meningitis. And right when, maybe a month before she passed away, she had wrote, we were in college. So she had wrote and painted uh, the saying on her wall. And when we went to go to her funeral and things of that sort, it just has always stuck out with me. But it was dream as if you'll live forever, live as if you'll die tomorrow. As Kayla and I said, we started the business with big, ambitious dreams. Um, But you also have to be realistic of what's actually accomplishable today in short periods of time. And so that's something that I've, I've always just like, it's been with me for 20 years. And it's something that I consistently always think about. Like, how do I dream big? But then how do I also like get the most out of today so that I'm not just like tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll do this, right? One day. Um, I'd like to say that tomorrow never comes because it technically, when it flips to tomorrow, it's today. And it actually, you never see tomorrow. So yeah, that's my uh, little moment. That was so powerful. So deep, so profound that I'm like, how do I shift to this next question? Because this next question that was super classy, okay? This next question, not so classy. All right. So, our next question. Are you going to twerk or two-step? It's working all day for me. <laughs> I literally take Megan the Stallion classes. I'd be like, all right, Megan. Sit in front of the mirror and be like, okay, how did she? All right, isolation. She's got isolation going. Okay, left side, right side. Okay. The people were like, I need lessons. <laughs> that was in the last week. Like, how do I get lessons from this make video? Kayla answered, I'm going to plead the fifth because we already got not the dip. All right, all right. We are right. We already know. Yes. Yes. Denise is keeping it mysterious for us. So Kayla got the knees. So we're going to go to the next question over here. Okay. She's like, you're right. I do. 
That's right. And do, and do. (laughs) So our next question is, what's the sexiest item you own? Cue up the slow romantic music. What is this? I feel like Denise is going to turn red. I do not. (laughs) That's a good question because it it asks you what does sexy mean? And so for me, sexy is confidence. I think sexy for me, the sexiest thing I own is probably one of my like nightgown situations, the super flowy and the matching set because it puts the girls up and I feel beautiful in it. And so because I feel beautiful, I'm sexy. That's what it has. That's all you got to do. That is the equation. I'm confident, beautiful, equal sexy. Yes. Okay. Okay, sexy, we see it. Okay. All right. So now we will to our sentence completion. One question or topic I wished people asked me about more often is... I just thought about this yesterday, so this is easy for me. There In Dallas, there was a Boss Women event. So I wish people would ask more questions about the practicality of accounting and business. I know this is a super businessy answer, but it has changed the trajectory of our business. And to have a structure around the finances of the business, right? An accountant, a CPA, a bookkeeper, and how all of that works. It's what I wish I would have known. And again, it it changed literally the trajectory of our business to grow 200 something percent in a year. Like just knowing what the numbers were, just having the opportunities to leverage what we knew. Yeah, for me, that's what I wish people would ask more questions about. That's amazing. Denise, you have something you want to share too? I actually, you know what? I have a whole list of things. So I was going through this. I don't know what I was doing, but I actually asked other people in my life, like what they would come to me for and ask. And so I have a whole list of things, but a lot of what came up was really about maintaining connections and relationships with like family and friend, like together at the same time and cross-generationally. People are like, you're a real good person who just like stays in touch with like different people and understands and really actually gets to know like the core of people a little bit. So that's what kind of was a common theme when I actually asked other people what they would, if I was like, if I'm giving free advice, what would you come and ask me about? A lot of it was structured around like moving away from family, but maintaining relationships, connections and things of that sort. Okay, those are really great answers. So basically what it sounds like is we need to have another conversation where you talk to us about cultivating connections, Denise. And then, Kaylee, you talk about the practicality of accounting and business. Okay, we made a note of that. So noted. The next sentence completion for you two is the most embarrassing thing I've ever done to get my crush's attention is... Well, look at Kayla. Kayla got a story. I can already see it. I don't know if I'm going to share it with y'all, but I got a story. I see... Lord have mercy. I'm trying to think of which story. And y'all went to college together. So y'all might have stories. Okay. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. We are not going. Okay. Because <laughs> that was a mess. Listen, I got a bad memory. So you benefit by having a friend with a bad memory. This is one of those moments I am thankful. The most embarrassing thing to get crushes intention. No, no. There's so many little things I think we do. And so 
probably just like showing up places. It's giving stalker, but I promise you it's not. <laughs> just like casually knowing that this person frequents a certain coffee shop or making sure you show up cute. I'm just saying, it's, it, is he going to be at the party? Okay, I'm going then. It's just showing up for yourself in the situation that you want to try to be in. That's all. No judgment there. We, we've all been there. It's okay. We've all been there. <laughs> all right. Our final sentence completion. What I love most about myself is... What I love most about myself is... I don't even know. I'm in this... I don't even know. I don't even know what, how to answer this question because of the phase of life that I'm in right now. But I... What I love the most about myself... I guess I'm like... Selfish and selfless all at the same time. <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Like, I very much am uh, clear around what I, like, stand for and what I will and won't do. But I'm also very selfless when it comes to the people who are in my very inner circle. So it's, I like the idea of, and I've been that way for a while. I, in my 20s, was like extremely, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And now as I'm like entering my, thir- or not entering my 30s, through my 30s and entering my 40s, I put all my time in the streets. But as I'm doing that, I'm definitely becoming a little bit more of the selfless because I'm now raising a son and things of that sort. But I always know that I still have to maintain some selfishness in there so that I maintain my sanity. Yeah, I think it's, I, I really appreciate my balance between my being selfish and being selfless. Beautiful answer. That makes perfect sense, Denise. And then Kayla, what about your answer? I'm going between two, but I think I'm going to go with the audacity that I have, right? I have started several businesses. Have some of them failed? What is failure, right? Like, it's just, I have the audacity to start something. I am very driven. I will take the lessons learned, apply them to the next thing and keep it moving. Like, it just... It doesn't phase me to see I've started something and it hasn't come to fruition because we really can use everything, right? Scripture tells us that everything, nothing is wasted. And so I just love seeing God's hand on my life and being able to see him use everything. I've been like, and I thought I was being the ambition, ambitious one, but really it's just my receptiveness of seeing where he's taking me and being open to that and the audacity of doing that the audacity of believing we'll be billionaires because of this business the audacity to buy a house as a single woman and then buy another as a single woman i'm just like out here doing whatever hoping it works out and if it doesn't i'll be all right too so it's just i think the i like that about myself for sure Beautiful answers. You all are so amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. So inspiring, both of you. And so we have these photos pulled up. So use your magic. What is it? Telepathy? How do you say it, y'all? How do you say it? Did I say it right down? You know what I'm talking about. Telepathy. Okay, there we go. Use that to figure out the number. Choose a number out of one and three. (laughs) And then we'll pull up this photo on the big screen. I'm going to say number three. Okay. Let's see. Oh, this is a beautiful picture. Okay. So I'm going to share the picture on the big screen. Some people will only be tuning into the audio. So can you describe the picture first? And then each of you give us some context about this photo that we wouldn't know just by looking at it. So 
We're going to take a walk, a trip back through memory lane, and we're going to share this photo on the big screen. Look at (laughs) y'all. For the thick that you would not know, it's blaring at me right now. I know Denise probably already knows it. So I can describe this. This is a picture of Denise and I being fabulous at Fair Park. Our friend JCI Creatives, he's actually getting married this weekend. Jaron Collins, he took this photo. He's an amazing photographer. And Denise was in town. (laughs) She was in town for, I don't even remember. I think it was just a trip to work on the business, another pen. So Denise is wearing this leather jacket. We have this color coordination going on. I have my Ivy Park blazer on and I have these satin pants on. And they they look cute from here. It's given thick, it's given shapely. However, I am 5'11". And these pants came to my ankle and I was like any picture that was taken that day. If it shows where my pants end and hit, it's giving high water. I don't like it. I've had to accept that our team, our digital marketing team, shout out to digital marketing Maven and and, and Sammy Biven. But please don't use those pictures no more, y'all. Because, yeah, so that's one thing you would never know because it cuts off at my knees. You can't see it. So this one's cute. I'm okay with this one. (laughs) That is so good. Oh, my goodness. This is a beautiful picture. But like you said, we would have never known that. But so beautiful. Love the color scheme there. Y'all just look so cute. So good. So, ladies, we appreciate you for tuning or playing along with us in the OU Blatchett segment. We just have a couple more questions to ask you. And so we'll jump right back into the conversation. And can you talk to us a bit about why you think it's difficult for today's modern woman to prioritize self-care? I think it's a lot of competing priorities. And if we, if you've not started to embrace boundaries and things of that sort, the ability to say yes and no very clearly or um, prioritizing your own needs before making decisions, there's still just a lot of priorities, right? We've transitioned maybe from different work environments. There's just a lot of different things that are um, buying for our time and energy. And so I think that it, it's, it sucks because it's almost like a chicken and egg type of situation, right? Like you get better at practicing self-care the more that you do it because you start to gain some of these healthy habits versus the habits that we've all been conditioned to from just different lived experience that we have experienced throughout our life. So I really think for me, when I see just an individual who's not quite embraced self-care is not necessarily practicing self-care. A lot of times it is competing priorities and doing a lot for others and like letting other people control how your time and energy are spent. Real quick, I will say that Black women have never been upheld in a way where we can see ourselves as worthy of self-care. And it's systemic. If we really gonna be real, right? It is systemic because we don't see ourselves as the fragile ones, the ones that need care, the ones that actually are, like Denise said, have America on our shoulders. Like we don't see that. It's not affirmed. It's not talked about, even though it's true. And so you can't really put yourself first if you don't think you're worthy of putting yourself first. 
it's an entire mindset type of thing, which is, again, what we work on and why automating your self-care is so important. Because when you get this kit at your door, you're reminded, like, the world has told me that I am not. But here is a kit to tell me, no, I am. And there's a community for me that truly helps me feel worthy. And so I think, especially in a time right now where we're like literally under attack, I don't know if y'all have heard the Fearless Fund and Ari and Simone and what they're doing to try to dismantle grants for Black women after the Supreme Court decision, right? Like we're literally under attack as Black women every day in more and more ways. And so I think for us, it really takes us to save ourselves, to truly come into community with each other, hold hands knowing that we have to do this together so that we can affirm each other. And believe each other when we say you're worthy. You can put yourself first. You can make sacrifices for yourself, right? Like these sacrifices for everybody else, cool, but let's make sure you good first so you can take care of everything else that you really want to. And so, yes, I think it's systemic. I think there's no way for us to do that unless we do it in our own community, right? They ain't, they not going to help us, y'all. We got to do it ourselves. <laughs> but yeah. They still not going to help us. What are ways, because I know that we have some ladies out there who are listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of this community. Like I want to prioritize my self-care and I want to be in the space with other Black women who are prioritizing taking care of themselves. But I'm stressed thin and I don't have, have the extra money to pay for a this subscription box, even though it's quarterly. I I don't have the extra funds. How can someone who's in that position still be a part of the community? No, that's a great question. It's we're very passionate about things like that, right? Because we know we weren't always at the point where we can afford a luxury self-care box. What does that even mean? And so for those that aren't able to do that or feel they aren't able to do that, I would say it's the little things in each day, right? You can be a part of our community just by tuning in, right? Adding yourself to our list. And those are the big things. We have an entire blog. We have at least one to two articles that talk about how to pri prioritize your self-care go live from our fabulous writer on our team, Chrissy McSwain. And so the blog, the newsletter that comes out every Monday called A Weekly Dose of Betterness, that's free, free 99. Like I mentioned, the Spotify playlist to get your mind right before that meeting, to get your mind right as you try to wind down for the day. And then just look around you, right? What is around you where you can be where your feet are? Be present in the life that God has given you. And that could be a little piece of cookie one day, right? I'm just going to indulge in this chocolate chip cookie with walnuts, whatever it is for you, okay? Listen, as long as it's warm, those are my favorite tip treats. Shout out. If it's a candle, and Denise said you snuggle up with your candle in your book, and continue to stay tuned into the Betterness Box community until you feel like you can prioritize that, right? Because when you think about what we already prioritize, there's ways to shift that. And as your mind changes from, no, I need this and I'm worthy of this, 
you'll make different sacrifices so that you can get to the point where you're getting this automated self-care experience. And so I think those are some ways that I would say you absolutely can be a part of our community. Everybody's welcome. Come on, y'all. Ladies, this conversation was so fun. We appreciate you so much for what you're doing in the world and just how you're showing up authentically. You're so inspiring. We're so happy to be connected with you. We'd love for you to just share with our listeners where they can find you, where they can support and any other call to actions that you have for them. So we are, you can find us on our website, betternessbox.com. You can also find us at betternessbox on all of the social platforms on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of the things. Um, And then we also have a whole side of the business that we haven't actually talked about at all, but we do help with curating custom corporate gifts and and kits and programming kits and educational kits and things of that sort. So we work with a lot of different corporations and organizations under our parent business, which is Simply Better Co. So Simply Better Company on Instagram or LinkedIn. And then there's also a corporate gifting page that is on our Betterness Box page. And then you can also follow Denise or Caleb. We also post about the business. so. Lots of different ways to connect with us, but Betterness Box, Better Wellness at all of those different platforms or betternessbox.com is the easiest way and it'll link you into our email list. The one other thing I guess I would mention is Spotify that Kayla's mentioned a few times. Literally, if you just tag hashtag Better Vibes, there's 20 or 22 playlists that will come up and those are all curated by our team there. So. Or me, Kayla's like, team, team. <laughs> so yeah, Better yeah. Vibes. I got to make sure she gives herself kudos, okay? I'm in humble over here. Our musical resident DJ. I don't even know. Let's start there, honestly. If you're like, listen, I'm Bots is cool and everything. Start in Spotify and just get the energy, clear the energy, clear space. We really believe in it's like the tiny habits, right? So it's the little things that you do each day that really start to build up and really start to change things for you. I was just going to say, y'all better go ahead with y'all bad right. selves. Y'all working, yes. doing corporate boxes. Like, come on. Yes. Y'all better, lady, go support them, please, okay? Please do. Thank y'all so much. This has been so much fun. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note, that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health, but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at herspacepodcast.com and be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Every dream within me exists because it's possible.